You're listening to For the Republic, a love letter to Star Wars animation. Star Wars Celebration is officially over. I can't believe it's already done and over with. But we have a lot of news from the last day to cover, so I am here to talk about it. I am Andrew from For the Republic, and this is our Day 4 Recap of Star Wars Celebration. Let's get going. The big panel today was the Bad Batch Season 2 look-back panel. There was a lot of tugging at the heartstrings moments about tech. I still refuse to believe our boy is gone, but at the end of the panel, we did get the confirmation that a lot of us were expecting. Season three is on the way. I was worried that we were not gonna get a third season just because of a uh, little PTSD from how they uh, handled the end of Resistance, where that wasn't supposed to be the end. I was actually at the season two panel in Celebration Chicago, and then uh, they announced it was the final season like two weeks before the show was supposed to come out. But we did get a season three. Uh, but it is going to be our last one. They did show an exclusive trailer, and there were a couple scenes of Crosshair and Omega together, which is what I'm really looking forward to about the season the most. A lot of focus on Mount Tantus. We had appearances from Palpatine, Rex, Fennec Shand, and of course, Commander Wolf. I'm so excited that we got another fan-favorite clone in the show. We were wondering when he would show up, because of course, him and Gregor and Rex are, you know, on that little walker in Star Wars Rebels, so... We, we know he's got to fit into the narrative somehow. I cannot wait for season three. It's going to be in 2024. I'm sad the show is ending, but I know we're going to get one great season ahead of it. You can stay tuned for our full season two review sometime in the next week or so on this channel. We also got looks at Star Wars Visions Volume 2. This trailer was insane. Uh, I, I love the various different art styles and animation studios that are being shown off. Uh, of course, Ardman is the one that, that stood out to me the most. They did, I guess, screen that short uh, to the panel. And then nice to have the uh, UK studio streamed in London. It, it, it's, a, it's a great thing there. But they're the studio I'm the most familiar with. So getting to see them do Star Wars is, is quite surreal. And all of these looked so cool. The one of the, the Sith and then the, the woman... Jedi fighting each other. That was the one that stuck out to me the most, both in terms of animation style and just popping off the screen. This, of course, is going to arrive on May 4th. All of Volume 2, it will be a very fun thing to cover when we get there, and it'll be nice to just spend my day watching the Vision shorts. I loved Season 1 so much. It was so nice to have all these different new takes on this franchise from a lot of different anime studios. Now that we're having a whole bunch of international studios working together from so many different sides of the world is going to be amazing. We do know that Dennis Lawson is going to be back as Wedge and Tilly's in one of the shorts. I believe it's the Ardman one. And of course, a stacked voice cast all around like it was for season one. I cannot wait to watch this. It's going to be great. And then we also got Young Jedi Adventures. The trailer was really charming. Uh, I, I just love this show. They, they, there was a great uh, moment in the trailer where they're they're chasing out against the uh, the space slug from Empire Strikes Back. Love that little nod there. Uh, this show looks adorable. Uh, I, of course, am a huge uh, advocate for Nubs capitalism, and uh, I can't wait to watch this. This also comes out on May 4th. I'm not sure if all the episodes are releasing on May 4th or if it's just premiering then, but either way, I got a lot of Star Wars I'll be watching on May 4th. And it, again, this is not... I am not the target audience for this show, so I might watch it. might be like, eh, this isn't for me. But it looks adorable. I still love the animation. I love how colorful, colorful it is. I love these characters. 
I obviously can't wait. And more High Republic stuff, I am all here for. This and the Acolyte are giving us two very different depictions of that era uh, on screen for the first time, and I can't wait to see it. And then they ended the convention with the closing ceremony with the reveal that 2025 Star Wars Celebration is returning to Japan. So it is not what a lot of us were expecting. I think I was here in Orlando, I was here in New York, uh, I was expecting a return to the States, but we're going international again. It's really cool. I just wish I could be there, man. Like, I, there's, there's a slim chance that I save enough and I'm able to go to Japan, but that's asking a lot. First time there, going for a convention. That, that We'll see. It's going to depend on which one of my friends go and which ones don't, but... Uh, I would definitely recommend going to at least one of these in your life because it is, as someone who's been to two of them, it is unlike no other. And the fact that it might be seven years in between my second and third celebration, assuming we get another celebration in 2026, is just, I can't believe it. But it sounded like an amazing weekend. I really wish I could have been there. Uh, but yeah, it was great covering our, uh, all four days of celebration. So much good stuff got revealed. It was a perfect time to be a Star Wars fan. The future looks really, really bright. Uh, and thank you for joining us for our coverage all throughout the weekend. Uh, we just recorded tonight a huge, uh, four day celebration recap episode that will drop later in the week. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at For the Republic Pod and Instagram at For the Republic Pod for further information on that. And you can follow me on all socials at Starlight Andrew. So thank you for joining us for our Star Wars celebration coverage. We'll see you next time. May the Force be with you. Always.